Hey guys, welcome back to the More Than Sports Podcast. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the NBA Finals and enjoying the NFL season so far as both of them have been somewhat entertaining. And on today's episode, I go back with Process Sports and remember to follow my Process Sports on Instagram. And we just talk about the Lakers, the Heat, the NBA Finals matchup. And then we get into Kyrie Irving's comments about what he had to say about Kevin Durant being the baddest dude that he feel like takes a shot at the end kind of like a shade towards lebron james so we get into that and then lastly we cover the nfl season as you guys all know i'm a big dallas cowboys fan and this podcast was actually recorded on saturday so today is sunday and i'll probably be up on monday so kind of already know the update and the cowboys kind of took that l which i already kind of expected and we also wanted miami to win game three and our wishes actually came true so that's kind of cool and remember to follow me on instagram at more than sports podcast have a good day and enjoy the podcast guys Balraj, my man how are you doing I am feeling great, but not this. This team needs to step it up. Yeah, we're really. going to talk about that tonight, today too. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to talk about the NBA Finals, our boy Kyrie Irving and his comments in the media and all that stuff. But before all of that, make sure you a follow Ball Roger more than the sports on Instagram. Uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram and all my other handles. And uh, like I said, guys, this is for you guys. We had a lot of people that had positive uh, feedback from us, so we're going to keep on keep going with it so Balraj bro let's go right into it bro what have you thought about the finals so far after two games what have I thought about the finals after two games yeah um like I said I mentioned this earlier before I thought this finals probably should have happened 10 years ago right Mm -hmm. which probably would have been a lot more entertaining and it would have been a lot more hype because that was LeBron James joining the Miami Heat versus Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard, and Steve Nash. Which Even was Pau Gasol, their, right? Yeah. Their, their big four slash whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we get the version of like LeBron switching teams, which I never thought would have happened. Yeah, it's, it's still weird seeing yeah, it's weird seeing LeBron and the Lakers, right? Whenever yeah. I think like whenever I think of LeBron, I think about like Cleveland Cavaliers or Miami Heat Miami, slightly, yeah. but like I always think about the Cleveland Cavaliers. If somebody told you ten years ago that you know what, like, we'll see this final again, but obviously Kobe would have retired. And you know what, we're going to switch the best player for the best player. LeBron's going to leave to the Lakers and they're going to face each other. You'd have been like, you're and crazy. Then, uh, and, you, and Dwight Howard's still going to be in the Lakers, but they're gonna, you're not going to think about everything he went through in between there to get to that. <laughs> yeah, that's like a little just flashback, just, wind yeah, back like, to that. Yeah, dude, but... But yeah, like, talking about the current finals right Current now, finals, not 10 years ago, what we wish happened. Yeah, I, I just honestly, like... I want the finals to be more entertaining. I don't want it to be a sweep, but it looks like it's going to be a sweep regardless. I hope still it isn't. Mm-hmm. But it's been boring. I think we both been. agree. It's been like super boring. It has been really boring. Like I was wa- trying to watch the game last night and like just getting sidetracked. Like the Lakers were up big and then it was kind of like, okay, well, the game's pretty much over. But in the middle of the second quarter, third quarter, right? Yes, Miami kind of made a comeback at the end and kind of made it close, but... You kind of knew the Lakers were in control. And honestly, it looks like... I don't know if it's just that LeBron and AD are so good together, but I just feel like they're like not even like at full max like, like going at it, right? Like, I just feel like they're like... It's, I don't know because of the injuries. Because honestly, if I felt like if Drogic and um, I'm, Bam didn't I'm get hurt, yeah. like, I think there would have been a lot more fight. And it was... Just, it's, it's sad. It's kind of like last year's finals when KD got hurt. Well, we already yeah. knew KD was hurt before. But then when Clay got hurt as well, 
And then when Steph missed a game or Clay missed a game, you kind of it was kind of like uh oh, kind of ruined the competitive balance of right and like you said yeah. like i want to see exciting basketball yes we picked the lakers to win but you want to see like them fight for it you know what i mean it's yeah like the, it's the final, definitely right? yeah the thing is game one i everybody was like the miami heat like, had good spirit like or oh, we're the underdogs we don't hear the outside noise we feel like we're gonna play miami heat basketball which is nobody cannot work us yeah and one play that like i was like okay this is a problem was when bam out of bio tried to go through dwight howard Bam's a pretty big guy, but Dwight Howard's shoulders are probably bigger than both of us combined at this yeah, point. Dude, Dwight life. Howard's a physical freak. And he tried to go through him, and I'm like, yeah. and that's where he fucked up his shoulder. I'm like, oh my God, Bam, come on now. And then, and the Lakers are just too big for the Heat. It's, uh, you could notice it. It's like, Anthony Davis yesterday, it looked like he was playing against little kids. That's what it dude, felt like. I, I totally agree with you, man. He's like, Kelly Olynyk was on him, bro. I'm like, bro, this is a mismatch the whole game. Like, Kelly Olynyk. He's Canadian, you're good on him. Like, he tries uh, his Canadians, best, but, like, you know. bro, he's not going to stop Anthony Davis, right? Yeah, and, like, and their zone isn't working because, for some reason, they don't play their traditional zones where they have the zone. two smaller guards up front and they have the bigger... I mean, they're yeah. not big a team anyways, but Anthony Davis is out there playing with, like, when you play with little kids right now, it's like, grab the... But, he's, like, no box out, no nothing. He just grabs it, puts it back in. You think about, you think about it this way. When the, the Miami's run to the finals, right, they beat an Indiana team who had... Uh, I forget, was Sabonis playing? In, no, he was. I no, don't Sabonis think so. Wasn't, so, Indiana no. was missing Sabonis, who, again, is yeah. a great a great, a great, big, right? Then yeah. you have Jan. They played against Giannis, where Jimmy Butler literally just got onto Giannis' head and shut him down, right? Yeah. And then in Boston, they don't have... Yeah, Boston's they didn't not really a have a big, big team. Yeah. They're not a very big team, right? They're more of a yeah. wing, wing guard-based team, right? Now, when you're playing my, the Lakers, right? Not only do you have AD, but you have LeBron. And I didn't know this. I didn't think about this before, but LeBron James is bigger than Bam Adebayo. Yeah. He's bigger than Batman. He is, yeah. And LeBron James is playing point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Right? That 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 for me is like, okay, well, like it's a mismatch, right? And I thought Miami's like their system, like you said, their zone defense, like the mentality they have, like the physical mentality they play with, right? I thought that that would have helped them. Yeah. It would have been much closer of a series. But bro, like honestly speaking, like this has been really like a mismatch. After the first quarter of game one, it's been kind of a blow the entire time. And it's kind of I'm not saying like it's ruined it. Like I was talking to some people yesterday, but I'm like, yeah, like this is like a really boring finals, right? Like it's not exciting. It's not competitive. People are like, what do you mean? Like LeBron finally got an easy path to the finals. Well, I'm like, as a fan, like, of course, like, like for LeBron, that's awesome for him. He gets an easier path to finals. But as a fan, for us basketball fans, we want to see like exciting basketball, right? Yeah. And that, that's the problem. It is. Uh, I mean, I guess the luck has finally caught up to LeBron where... Mm -hmm. He's not the underdog and he's like a favorite. But the last time he was a favorite was in 2011. And we all know how that turned exactly. out. But well, I remember I mean, like LeBron, I think LeBron was a favorite in 2012 against OKC. Wouldn't he not have been with that Miami team? Uh, no, they were actually underdogs in that. Uh, Vegas had him as underdogs in that uh, finals. Right. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's when the uh, Heat, the, sorry, the Thunder beat the Lakers that year. The Lakers had just yeah. come back. Uh, yeah. uh, two straight finals, a couple finals appearances and stuff like that. Yeah. Kobe was still Kobe. Yeah, um, that's when yeah, the Thunder like, were on the rise. They beat. The Lakers they and then the they Lakers, beat, they beat the Mavericks, Mavericks yeah, and, and the Spurs and the Spurs. Yeah. the Spurs. And then they lost against the Heat. The Heat, yeah. And then yeah. like I said, like I think it's great that like I think it's I think it's good. I think it's great that we're gonna see the Lakers probably win the title because I wanted to see LeBron win another title, right? Yeah. Just for his legacy and everything. But as a fan, as somebody that wants to watch like exciting, exciting games, yeah. it's it's kind of a letdown in that aspect where it's like, okay, we know the Lakers are gonna win now, right? 
Honestly, it felt like it was like a 20 to 30 point lead the entire game. But then no, anytime the Lakers stretched it out, the Heat would make a run and come back to make it to like a 12 point game. But that's where it was the entire second game was that was it. Like yeah. the, the Lakers would push the lead and they kind of took their feet uh, off the gas pedal. And then the Heat would come back. You got UD and the timeout just like going ham. Like, at them, right? He's like, like, this- I, I think I saw like D-Wade tweet out like, you have to have that type of mentality when you're playing on the court. Udonis has has that mentality on the bench. You gotta have that fight, right? And yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe like, do you think like Miami's given up? Like they just kind of like said, you don't know, forget. Like we lost two of our best players. We're done. I it feels like that way, just because. I mean, even the uh, the commentators, Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy, are like, "Oh, Miami's not playing with the Miami Heat culture. There's no way the Miami Heat should be at work." But just think about what they're going up against. And I, as a per, as like a fan, and even as somebody who's watching the game, you're versing two top players in the league, maybe top five, and they made first team All NBA. And then you got these players. You got Jimmy's like maybe a top fifteen, maybe a top twenty player, maybe, and got a great coach and you play really hard but when you're playing against talent like that it's just like what can we do when we're trying our hardest out here when Anthony Davis is grabbing boards and just shooting it over facts and like I think like for I think once those injuries hit and they kind of realize like hey we're going to be undermanned I feel like I think that they kind of realize that it's kind of over and done with right I don't I don't I I, I know Jimmy Butler is a dog and he's a competitive freak of nature. I know Pat Riley is too, but like it's it's so hard against this Lakers team because LeBron and AD are firing on all cylinders right now, right? Like yeah. it's, it's hard, bro. Like it's I don't it's I, I I'm getting like harsh vibes from like 2018 Cavs versus Warriors, where like the Cavs were just garbage, dude, and like yeah, was, you knew it was you knew it was gonna be a sweep anyway, right? You knew it was gonna be a yeah, sweep, right? And it was just. It sucks because like I was really looking forward to it. So I felt Miami, the way they played and the way like they, they fought and they were had like yeah. a dog mentality. I thought that they were gonna like really push the Lakers. And the fact that injuries kind of got in the way, um, it, it sucks, bro. Like it really sucks. But it's not over yet. It's only it's two not, nothing. Yeah. It's I think we kind of like buried the grave for the Heat. So what do you yeah. think the Heat need to do to get back into the series? I believe the Heat have a lot of positives right now. Tyler Hero is 20 years old and he looks on, in my opinion, on I think he's the most skilled player on the Miami Heat. As there's oh, no question like, like, about pure, that. Like, offensive skill wise. Oh my God, bro! Yeah, he made Caruso at one point went behind the back crossover to the rim. I'm like, that's Caruso. Caruso plays awesome D, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this guy's only 20 years old. And I saw him one time in the lane off the wrong foot, one hand floater, and even uh, Jeff Van Gundy was saying he's like, this kid's like really talented. He is, dude. They got two shooters that have potentially. Can get hard. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robertson. I Duncan call him Mini Robinson Steph. Is, once Duncan Mini Clay. starts going, bro, he's automatic, bro. The way he, he's, he's just he, uh, he's Stephen A. Smith calls him a sniper. He's a, he's a sniper, bro. Like there's he, a, yeah, there's a sniper. Yeah. When he gets in that rhythm, bro, it's it's automatic with him, right? And like so, but yeah, what? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say what I feel like the Heat have to do is they gotta like. They got to make the game physical and scrappy. You can't beat the Lakers like we're going to outscore the Lakers. You can't because you've tried that for the last two games. You don't games have the offensive the bar power. You don't. 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 You don
and then you physically can't match up with them. Exactly. I put I posted a clip earlier on my page when Jay Crowder when LeBron in game one was like flexing and then Jay Crowder slapped the ball out of his hand and 80s there. Like that's the heat culture. You can't be like the 2016 Cavs when they beat the the Warriors. The Warriors, they made the game more physical. Exactly. They, they bullied the little uh the, uh they threw Tristan Thompson out there. They had Kevin Love out there. They threw they threw bodies at them. That's what got them in trouble because like I said, they remember they lost Bogut and when they yeah. threw bodies at Steph Curry and stuff like that, they made him run through screens and stuff like that. that got him tired, bro. And yeah. And I feel like uh, the Heat again. I think they're gonna get Bam for second game. I saw a report that he'll be back, back for, for the game second, three. Yeah, Bam's yeah, back. Yeah, uh, game three. And I feel like he'll make somewhat of a difference. Maybe he'll have more energy coming off. Maybe they should just start UD. I feel like give him like five, ten minutes to piss off Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis right now there's nobody on the Heat that is making him work for anything. No, it's all been like literally they throw the ball to AD and he has his way, right? He's literally what was he like? 15, yesterday, 20, he was like 14 or 15 before he missed 14, a shot. Yeah, exactly. 14 or 15. He was unbelievable shooting percentage yesterday. Yeah. Right? It was like unheard of. And like, that's the test. Like, like I said, like Kelly Olenek cannot guard Anthony Davis, right? No. I thought going to the series, right? Bam. Bam might be undersized compared to 80, right? Yeah. But I think Bam, though he plays and his energy level, he would make 80 work for those points. Right now, 80 yeah. is not working. It's automatic points for him. Yeah, I mean, Bam will obviously make it tougher. And when they play zone, the problem is you can't really match up. So it's whoever's there has to guard Anthony exactly, Davis. And exactly. when you're playing zone, you can't really put a body on someone. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, I saw a p- uh, play where Anthony Davis catches the ball and Jay Crowder's like in his face and then he just shot it over him. There was no contest like KD when somebody's on KD. You can't really contest his shot. If Bam's there, at least he'll get more physical and move up. And up I honestly... Him, right? Honestly, feel that he should mix up their defense. Don't play zone the entire game because exactly. then you, the Lakers know what they're facing, and you have Rajon Rondo and LeBron James with the two highest IQs exactly. in the game, the and they're shredding that. They're shredding the defense. Like exactly, you can't. You got to mix it up. Show them different looks. Yeah, and like I mean, like I think there is potential. Like you said, you have a good coach in Eric Spoelstra. You yeah, have 100%. pieces there that where they can make those adjustments, right? But the thing is, like, will they make those right adjustments, right? Or like, like I said, I hope, I hope, if, I think if Miami wins a game, hopefully this next game, it'll give them confidence, right? Yeah. I think that's one thing. If they realize they can beat the Lakers and then really truly compete with them, yeah. I feel that will really help their psyche where they feel like, okay, you know, we compete with these guys. You know, they're not, they're not going to walk away with this title like everybody predicts. We're going to make them work yeah. for it, right? Yeah. I feel like that's something that we need that will really not only increase the entertainment level of the finals, but yeah. also help Miami psychologically realize that, hey, we can compete with them. And that's something yeah. that, Potentially, we can see coming tomorrow. 100%. And I yeah. feel like the the only time we've kind of seen the Heat like, even have a lead was in the beginning of the Game 1, where they're up like 12. One. And I'm like, yo, this might be this might be a series. Yeah, first quarter of Game 1, I'm like, whoa. Like, yeah. I took a step like, whoa. Like, I didn't, yeah, I'm like, damn, Miami the Heat. looking really yeah, good. Miami out here really bringing that heat, yeah, right? Yeah, really and, bringing the heat, right? Yeah, right. And then, and but, then yeah, that's and then the Lakers just became the Lakers. And, just, yeah, they flipped the switch maybe to the first quarter, and then it was that was it after that, right? Where Miami just kind of like, just kind of, you know, they went down. The level was up. Super hot. And, yeah. and the Lakers went up like that. But who do you think your finals MVP is so far right now? Because for me... I thought LeBron is going to win it, and I kind of, I still think he has a chance. But right now, I think it's Anthony Davis, clear cut, who's the Finals MVP. I, I totally agree. I think the problem is LeBron really had to get the like. It depends on how they look at it, because LeBron, is, I think, is averaging close to a triple double right now. Not yeah, fully. Yeah, I think he had like thirty three, nine and nine, something, yeah, something 90, like yeah, that. Yeah, he's close to a triple double. Yeah. 
And then Anthony Davis is just like averaging, I think, he, what did he have, like 64, 67 or 68 67. points? He's averaging like 35 points and his like shooting percentage is through the roof right now, dude. Yeah, so the problem is when they're playing zone, it's like, as if I'm the, if I'm Coach Spo, I know like the one weakness in LeBron's game is his jump shooting. Mm-hmm. So when they play zone, like there was a point yesterday where LeBron was coming up and he's left wide open and it was like a practice jump shot. But I will live with LeBron taking those jump shots rather than LeBron feasting in the paint. Exactly. If LeBron, if you, if LeBron beats you by jump shots, you live with it. You can live with that because you know what? Yeah. That's not his strength. Right? Yep. Now, if you're letting him take it to the lane with no, like no imposition at all, then, yeah. that, then you can't live with that. Cause that guy's like you said before. He's the greatest driver of the basketball. Of the basketball, yeah. So the thing is, Miami's like, okay, we're gonna make the Heat make. I mean, the Lakers shoot these three pointers. He shot forty-eight three pointers yesterday. Forty-seven threes yesterday. And they were yeah, sixteen like, to forty-seven. <laughs> yeah. right? like, there's there's throwing them up yesterday, yeah. and the problem is when they miss, the board comes out. Anthony Davis is like, oh, I got uh, Kendrick Nunn on me. I'm gonna catch this board and put I it mean, right. Kendrick in. Nunn did block AD earlier. In yeah, the yeah. Game. AD kind of took it for granted that he had yeah. that layup, kind of like yeah, yeah. get it out. Yeah, and I think LeBron again. We I saw him yesterday. He didn't shoot really well from with his jumpers, and no. it was mostly in the paint. He had assists and he had rebounds. But Anthony Davis has the package, and he's feasting right now. So in my opinion, Easy. I think Anthony Davis is probably going to get the MVP right now. But again, if LeBron wants in his head, he could be like, "Okay, I'll do this and this and this." Average a triple double, and he'll probably end up getting. Yeah, because think about this, right? The media votes for whoever wins Finals MVP. Yeah, right. If the media, if like I said. That's why I said before, I'm like, Anthony Davis got to do something like never seen before to yeah. change the narrative and let him win finals MVP. I think he's playing at a clip right now where I said a couple of weeks ago, I don't think he's a top five player. Yeah. But right now, he's playing like a top five top player. Top five player, yeah. Definitely. He is playing like a top five player right now, right? Yeah. And I think with that, and like, yes, LeBron is carrying the offense and he's basically facilitating. And I think we were talking about this, we'll go into this a bit later with his other former yeah. teammate, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier where. LeBron's deferring to him right now. Yeah. He's deferring to AD. He's letting AD get his first, right? Yeah. And I think that's really giving AD a lot of confidence right now. Yeah. And another thing is, I feel like a lot of people, like LeBron mentioned when the finals, I mean, the MVP voting came out, he's like, I only got like 12 first place votes or something like that. And yeah. And he's like, it's not about who the best player is, essentially. It's more about the narrative. What the media loves about the being the narrative, narrative. Yeah, exactly what the nar- what the media wants to portray right yeah so the thing is a lot of people do want lebron like lebron should win the finals mvp it's for his legacy whatever etc but i think honestly deep inside lebron doesn't really care he would like he doesn't care between him and anthony davis who gets it yeah. And I feel like the media wants to have a good narrative. Like LeBron wins his fourth championship with four MVPs. Is he better than Michael Jordan? Is he in the goal discussion? Here's the thing that here's the thing though. I think if Anthony Davis wins the finals MVP, right? People are gonna be like, oh, well, LeBron's not better than Jordan because Jordan went six for six to won six finals MVPs, right? Yeah. But they don't we're not we're not watching understand the fact where you can clearly see LeBron is not not being as aggressive as he normally yeah. is. Yeah. He's deferring the deferring, right? Yeah, and where, and Michael Jordan never played with somebody that's the talent level of Anthony Davis. Anthony yeah, Davis is Scotty Pippen. He's yeah. not at the same ta- talent levels of Anthony Davis. Yeah, and the offense was ran through Michael Jordan in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They ran the offense through Michael Jordan. The Lakers don't run their offense through LeBron James. They actually run it through Anthony Davis. LeBron LeBron's is the one who's running the offense. Though. Yeah, but it's it's like get the ball to AD. He's our best scorer. We're gonna give it to him, and we'll see what happens. And if exactly. LeBron's like Anthony Davis. 
as in feeling today, okay, I'll do my load. But, like, we've seen LeBron in the past where he carries teams to the finals. Oh, dude, he carried, he carried a sack of, sh- like, garbage to the finals, bro. Like, yeah. he literally didn't carry anybody to the finals. Yeah, so, again, I think uh, this, as basketball fans, like, there's casual fans, and then there's the media, and then there's, like, us, we're, like, hoopers, where we see the I game. I understand. Like, you can, you look, so, for me, I look, I look and look at the, when I watch the game, I can see, like, okay, look. LeBron is clearly deferring the ball to Anthony Davis. He wants Anthony yeah. Davis to get his first. Right? Yeah. And like you said, it's absolutely correct. If Anthony Davis' game is off, LeBron will be like, he's smart. Because, okay, Anthony Davis, he does 80, doesn't got it going on. I will stay, be more, I will be more aggressive today. Yeah. Right? That's, that's, I, that's, yeah. I, I feel like it's simple as that. I think LeBron wants AD to get his first. And then he realized, like you said, the, the offense is run through AD. Right. Yeah. LeBron runs the offense through AD. Yeah. I feel like once he gets kind of like, he gets a good feeling because LeBron, like you said, he's the highest, smartest basketball player. Basketball Once he player, realizes yeah. what the gets the feel of the game, then he makes his current adjustments. That's what makes him so great is where he's able to adapt in so many different situations in the game of basketball. Where, for example, if his jump shot's on, you know he's going to go to that. that that's his spot on the three-point line. Do his little step back. And yeah, little step it, back. Right? Yeah. Like, you know he's going to do that. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I definitely, I think that it looks like it's over right now, the series, but Miami does have a chance to... Miami has to win the next game. They have to win the next game. If it's three nothing, then it's we know it's over, right? Yeah. If then Maya- even over. if Miami, I don't even know if, if Miami loses this next game, right? That if as long as it's close, like it's a close, yeah. close game, then I'll be you know okay, fine, right? But if they get blown out again, I mean, like it, it's not looking good because I think I was reading a stat where it's like viewership is down, like people fifty percent of the viewership is down fifty percent from last year. Yeah. Right? And last year had the Warriors and the Raptors. It wasn't LeBron James, right? You would yeah. think if LeBron James was playing, there'd be a lot more viewers. Because yeah. the, the game, the games are not as exciting and they're blow. It's no reason to watch, right? True. Facts, facts. I think that's, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, yeah. But let's stick in the world of NBA where Kyrie Irving was in the news again for his comments on Kevin Durant's podcast where he basically said that he can look at KD, and this is the first guy, the first motherfucker that he can look at who can make a shot at the end of the game, right? And I wouldn't have a like, problem with it. Yeah, exactly. And everybody's like, oh, it's a shot at LeBron. He's doing, saying this and this. He's throwing more shade towards LeBron. He also did say he does not think the Nets need a head coach after they just hired a Steve Nash, who was hand-chosen by Kevin Durant. Yeah. Let, me hear what, let, me know what you, let me hear what you think about... Kyrie Irving's comment. Our boy Kyrie. Our boy I, Kyrie I, I honestly, uh, Kyrie is like one of my favorite players to watch. So, oh, dude, he's unbelievable player to watch. But Kyrie Irving on the basketball court is like watching a magician. That's what I say. Well, sometimes when Kyrie Irving speaks, I kind of like scratch my head. Like the Earth is flat. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I, I get it. Yeah, I, I, some of the comments Kyrie yeah, makes, it's like, a little bit out there. His, his thing, right, right? Like, right? So, and then yeah, Kevin Durant. You know, he's like, I'm gonna get on the podcast. I'll get my boy Kyrie, and he's like, oh, I'm the. I I felt like if I didn't take the last shot on my other teams, like I was, I I felt like I was the bad person. Like I had to take the shot, and I agree with that. But the thing is, he's like, when he said, "Yo, now I'm on the Nets." And the Nets have KD, and he's like, I don't feel bad if Kevin Durant takes a shot, not because I know you're as bad as me, and we both have so on, so whatever people call it, the clutch team. That's what the essentially he was team, saying, yeah. right? But the big problem is LeBron James was with Kyrie Irving, and he I don't think he's title. talking about Tatum. I don't think he's talking about the Boston. It's Celtics. pretty obvious who he's talking. About. He's not he's talking about. Talking. The, he's not talking about Anthony Bennett. Or yeah. He's not talking about Kevin Thompson. <laughs> he's not yeah. talking about. 
Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward. He's talking about LeBron James. LeBron James. You know who's talking about. And I mean, at the end of the day, Kyrie can obviously have his opinion, and I kind of respect what he said. But you can't. It's it's basically throwing shade at LeBron. It is. He's like he's like the media did it. The media hyped it up, and you're putting two brothers against two brothers against. Bro, why are you backtracking? You said what you said. Own it. Say that is what you said. Don't change change the narrative. Like, oh, it's the media that did it. The media's placed it. You went on Kevin Durant's podcast. You basically said. This is the first guy that I've ever played with that I yeah. feel like they can match me and, and, and the game be a closer like that, right? Yeah, and the thing, the problem I have with Kyrie is like, don't throw these like cryptic tweets and yeah. like talk about, just own it. Be like, honestly, like I played with LeBron. LeBron's probably going to go down as one or two of the best players of all time. But I felt I'm a bad motherfucker too. And you see my work. I hit that shot in Cleveland. So... I straight up told LeBron, and LeBron believed in me that I should be taking the last shot, and we had that respect between each other. Mm-hmm. LeBron's still a bad motherfucker, and he—he's probably the top five player of all time. Say it like that. Don't be like, yeah. This is the um, first guy I can look at who can make the shot at the end of the game, right? Like, bro, like, from like, I, what I will say is, well, this is Kyrie Irving is this. We were talking about this. he's got a lot of Kobe Bryant in him too. Yeah. Where he thinks that he, whenever he shoots the ball, it's gonna go in. Go on, go Talked about yeah. that, right? Yeah. Kyrie Irving feels like when he ever st- when he ever sets foot on a basketball court, he's the best player. Best player. Yep. And you need that. You need yep. that to be a great player, bro. You need to have that confidence to roll when the ball rolls out. You know, yeah. Like, when the chips are on the line, I will make that shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, he has a right to talk to a certain extent because you know what? He did make the shot in Game Seven of the Finals. He did. Yep. Right. He is a he is a very clutch player, right? Like you said, on the basketball court, Kyrie Irving, like you like I said about we said about Anthony Davis, he's a top five talent, bro. Like yep. his handle, the way he can finish at the hoop, the way he can pull up pull up, right? He has all the tools, bro. And I you know, people say like, you know, he has one of the best handles of ever in the NBA. I will absolutely agree with that one hundred percent because I think Kyrie Irving's handle and the way he can like just you know cross people up and just keep that ball on a string is unbelievable dude I'll say it in um, hood terms he's got that sauce yeah, exactly he's got that sauce yeah. but like I said when he talks bro like he's a different guy bro he's not like yeah. a, like I was, when, I remember when he got traded to, from Cleveland people were like yeah he was very like kind of by himself didn't really do much which oh, fair enough you know he's that's who he is that's who he is right but like you said like why don't just say like you said just say like look i played with lebron james we won a title together we are champions together but i always felt on those teams that i was the i was best to take the best shot no disrespect to lebron but that's just my internal confidence had he said it something like that okay yes maybe you might have pissed people off right of course people get sensitive but everything yeah, yeah. At least he threw, gave lebron his respect yeah right and he but he also gave, promoted himself in that confident yeah. way right now I also get it that he he's on KD's show and he wants to kind of you know pump up KD a little bit more and stuff like that. But he's just like the narrative of him is not going to change. Where this guy is like just a bad teammate and stuff like that. Where you see, when you're saying stuff like this, you're just putting a perception out there like that. Like that you are a bad team. That you had problems with LeBron, right? And the coaching part is very like exactly, if I'm right? Steve like, Nash. Steve Nash has a great relationship with KD. With Kevin Durant. He work with uh, Golden State, right? Yeah. And if I like, you can't go on the podcast and be like, oh, we don't need a coach. I don't feel like two we need a coach. Two weeks after he got hired, bro. Two weeks after Steve Nash gets hired, Kyrie Irving says, oh, we don't need a head coach. I think K- yeah. K- KD can be the coach. I can be the coach. Like, and the funny thing is, Kevin Durant picked Steve Nash to be the coach. Yeah. 
right? Like yeah. that's who they picked to be the coach. I you honestly know? believe Steve Nash will do a great job in uh, Brooklyn. On do I 100%. You know what I was watching all the smoke with Matt Barnes and Steven yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. They had Allen Iverson on. Yeah. Right? And he was saying that guy's going to win coach. I think you said it too last week. Yeah. He's going to win coach of the year. I def- I do I totally think that Steve Nash with his basketball mind and the way he's he, a savant, he's a basketball savant. He's exactly, he's a savant. He's an expert, a pro at yeah. basketball like that. Yeah. He will be able to put in his offensive mind because he came from Dan Tony's offense, yeah. right? He know he's played with Dirk Nowitzki, right? He can put Kevin Durant in those positions to not only help him come back from his injury, but also create different ways for Kevin Durant to score the ball, right? Mm-hmm. And he will be so helpful for Kyrie Irving too, right? I think yep. that because we all know Steve Nash is one of the best point guards of all time, right? Yeah. He, Best he all-around point guards of all time. Exactly. Yeah. Next to, I, in my opinion, like there's him, I, Chris Paul. Um, I'm talking about true point guard, like true point guard. Jason Kidd. Like Jason Kidd, right? Yeah. Of course, you have John Stockton, right? You have yeah. those guys that are true point guards that are, you know, pass-first point guards, yeah. but can also shoot, right? And yeah. finish and have a good handle. Manage right? the game. Yeah. Exactly. Game managers. They're an yeah. extension of the coach, right? Yeah. Steve Nash was that right and he's yeah. that's why he's such a great coach and i feel yeah. like Kyrie can learn so much because i think think about it like this Kyrie's a ball dominant player right yeah katie left oklahoma city because he had a ball dominant point guard right yep. you think that that somebody like steve nash who is a floor general that will help Kyrie become more of a floor general to flow let the ball flow to kevin durant right yep 100 percent. i feel like this is probably going to be it's an underrated hiring just because a lot of people feel like steve nash doesn't have experience as a coach mm-hmm. right but i feel like if you just know the game of basketball and you've seen steve nash i've seen steve nash talk about basketball and mm-hmm. i've seen him when i was a little kid watching steve nash and i used to like copy his moves and be like because he gets the game he, he knows what he it is really it, smart he thinks yeah. the game at a high level i always say there's a lot of players in the league like lebron all the smart players where they see the play happen before it actually happens. They're two steps ahead of everybody two, else, yeah. right? And like and, Steve, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, so, sorry. So Steve Nash, like, of course, he's not a very athletic guy, right? But he used his mind to become a two-time MVP, right? He used his his basketball IQ to, you know, of course, he had the right system he was in two in Phoenix, but yeah. he ran that system to almost perfection, bro. Perfection, like, yeah. And that's like, there's a lot of guys in this league that just use their athletic ability or their whatever. Yeah. to be successful but not a lot of people use that basketball IQ to be successful and that's what I think separates like LeBron Magic Johnson those guys from the rest because they had such high high basketball IQ yeah and I honestly feel Kyrie has the IQ to be a great basketball so player but he's just he's a scoring point guard he feels like anytime like he said anytime that he steps on the court he's the baddest mm-hmm. dude on the planet and, and you know what like I, like I said like you need that confidence bro like you need that to be successful like you think LeBron Le- remember, remember LeBron said, well, I'm the best player in the world. I'm not worried about it, right? Like, people yeah. are, oh, you can't say that. Well, you should say that, bro, because he, yeah. he believes it, right? Like, you should, any anything you do, bro, anything you do in life, bro, a sport, you show that confidence, yo, I'm the best at what I do, right? Yeah. If you put, especially professional athletes, but then how much time and effort they put into that, the whole life they dedicated to it, right? Yep. You should believe you're the best, right? Yeah. So I don't, I'm not flaming him for that to think that, oh, yeah. I think I'm both best equipped to hit the game winning shot. Yeah. And the biggest thing with Kyrie was, is like, well, you could have said that, but you could have said it in a better way where you're yeah. not just bringing more negative attention towards yourself and your team now, where yeah. when the new season starts, bro, people are going to be like, oh, so, you know, what happens now when you and Kevin Durant in the last play, who's going to get the ball, right? Now, all these questions and all these other narratives are going to start now. 
Yep. And uh, here's my bold prediction for the Nets going forward. I think this will be the first season we'll see Kyrie slowly develop into more of a true point guard. Hold no, Steve Nash will wear off him on a world. We'll see uh, Kyrie obviously will do his thing where he's got the sauce and everything like that. But I'll see, this is the first time we'll see Kyrie actually run the offense and be like a try to transition into a true point guard. You think about it like this, right? They have. Like they have Dinwiddie too. They have yeah. Karis Levert. They have guys that can put the ball in the bucket, right? You have the best score maybe of all time when you're you team have, too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the most offensively gifted player yeah. I've ever seen, right? Where I feel like if Kyrie can become that floor general, that that game man, that game manager, right? Yeah. But he still has that capability of you know he's all, all his offensive tools in his toolbox, right? Yeah. That would just take him to another level. Where then you maybe we will start putting because right now. If you look at all the point guards in the league, right? There's that tier where there's, you know, there's Steph, Dame. I would still put Chris Paul in there. I still think Chris yeah. Paul is one of the elite, elite point guards in the game, right? Yeah. Then there's that next level where you kind of throw Kyrie. You know, he doesn't know with like Kyle Lowry. Yeah. You know, other guys like maybe Russell Westbrook, stuff like yeah. that. He's in that second tier, right? He's not. Yeah. And I feel like him becoming a true floor general will just push him to even higher levels. Quick question for you. I'm gonna. I, I just quickly thought of this as you're talking. Yeah. Top. Give me your top five scores in the league right now. Scores. So just or pure scores where you're like, scores. okay, I need this so, guy to get me 50 or 40 or so whatever. If I have one game, yeah, and I needed a guy, a guy to get me a, just get out there and give me buckets, right? Yeah. Number one is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Yep. We know what he's all about, right? Okay. Number two is James Harden because I know James Harden. Harden will get to give me to the line, right? Yep. Number three, give me Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard, okay. Right? Give me Steph Curry. Number Steph four, Curry, okay. Steph Curry. Because st- and then I want to say Clay Thompson because if Clay Thompson gets hot, like he'll get you a bug. But then if if he gets hot, yeah. But if I had to do it, I'll get, give me LeBron because I think LeBron will be able to figure out the game and give me buckets. Because LeBron could lead the league in scoring if he wanted to every year. He just, yeah, yeah. He's just an all-around great basketball. He doesn't need to, right? But if I if LeBron needed to give me get you buckets in that last game, give me LeBron. So it'll be okay. KD. James Harden, James Harden, Dame Lillard, Steph yeah, Curry, LeBron James. LeBron James. I have the same list, except for I'm going to put Kyrie in my top five scoring because mm-hmm. I think Kyrie's is too good of a score. And I was thinking right now, they have maybe the two of the best bucket getters of maybe in the league of all time. I, the last time I saw this, I'm just thinking was Allen Iverson and Carmelo Anthony when they played on the Denver Nuggets, Denver Nuggets where two right? guys could just go get buckets. And we're not talking about like anything else. We're talking about just strictly putting the ball in the basket. Ball right? in the hoop. So I'm thinking like this team has the potential to just like really just be maybe one of the greatest scoring teams of all time. Just yeah, because but we're also missing on the secondary piece too. Karis LeVert can get buckets too, bro. Karis LeVert's no slouch in getting buckets, bro. Like yeah. he showed that in the in the bubble, bro. He can yeah. get buckets, right? And we're forgetting what Spencer did with he too, dude. Spencer did is probably one of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion. Where he, like, he can he could be a starting point guard on most teams, bro. Like, yeah, and a good starting point guard. Totally look forward to what Brooklyn's gonna do mm-hmm. next year. I think 100. And you know what I was reading? Like, if Brooklyn, like, you know, Brooklyn gets that third star, bro. If they get like Bradley Beal or somebody else like that, bro. Then the it's over, bro. East is on lock for the next however many years, bro. Like, yeah, I, I, but I feel like they don't need like another score. They I think, I think they, they, they can run it with this team they have right now. Yeah, like maybe another big. Maybe another big would big, be pretty even, good, yeah. Even then, like, bro, I think... I think Brooklyn fully healthy. Brooklyn, like, on all cylinders, bro. 
I think they, nobody can touch them. I feel like have- going into the next season, even with Giannis and everything they've done, once KD comes back, I feel like they're the favorites to come to the East. No question. There's no question. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. Just because KD's been off for so long, right? And Kyrie hasn't played in a, in a long time as well, right? I think yeah, but- now, unlike the Clippers, if these guys play every game, which I think they will, because I don't think those guys, I don't think KD wants to load manage, right? Yeah. When he's Because he hasn't played since, well, it'll be almost two years by the time the new season starts, right? Yeah, but I feel like what the difference between the Clippers and the Nets is the Clippers, like Kawhi Leonard's a good player. They're too good two, two way. They had two good two way players, but KD and Kyrie is like they could both go for fifty each night. And, and they, the other thing is, both those guys know they can hit those shots in the matters the most. Right. And at Where, the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you do in basketball. The only thing that matters is that basketball going through the hoop, and they have two of the best in the league. That exactly. Can do How do you win a game in basketball? Whichever team put the ball in the basket, <laughs> the other team, right? It's a simple yeah. game after that, right? Yeah. Where, like I said, with the Clippers, right? You look at the Clippers. Only one guy could take those shots and know it was going to go in. That's Kawhi Leonard. Where Paul George. He shot it, but he knew it wasn't going to go in, right? Yeah. They got Doc Rivers fired, man. Yeah. Okay, let me get your take on this then. How do you think about Doc in Philadelphia right now? I, honestly, weren't they going to sign um, Ty, Lue. A, uh, Ty Lue or Dan Tony? There were, there's rumors they that were Dan Tony was... As soon as Doc got fired, they ran right to Doc, uh, right? Yeah, Doc. Uh, so I think I heard Stephen A say this, and I kind of agree with what he said. Um, Doc Rivers will probably put more emphasis on Ben Simmons actually developing a jump shot, maybe not shooting like two jump shots every year. And I think that is if the Philadelphia 76ers want to get to the next level, Ben Simmons, at least just shoot the jump shot. At least have me come defend you. Exactly. At least be somewhat of a threat, right? Because right now they don't even guard him. They don't. They just like, literally you're playing five on four. Yeah, right? and, and Doc is back in the East, and I he felt is. like he had more success in the East than he did in the West. I I do agree that I think this is the thing though. Like I think Doc realizes that because Doc doesn't want to rebuild, right? He doesn't yeah. want to. And I, but I do. I for me with the Sixers, I think the Sixers are very much over overrated, bro. I think mm. people continue to just give these guys like pump these guys with championship contenders when they haven't. You think about it last year, right? That was their best chance to win a title when they had Jimmy Butler. Right. Yeah. I because Jimmy Butler held people accountable. Now I think Doc, he's a good, good talker like that. Like he will get, he will teach Jimmy. I'm not, it's not, not Jimmy Butler. Joel Embiid. That you know you can't play five games and take four games off. Right? Yeah. You can't. Like you need Joel Embiid to take his training and his like health seriously, bro. Like because this guy like he has so many injury problems. And he's so inconsistent playing-wise. He gets injured. He takes games off here and there. Like, you need that continuity, right? Yeah. I also I, think yeah. that they have, like you said before, they have no spacing. They have no spacing. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's going to be tough because look at all the teams in the in the East now. They play small ball. Yeah. Right? They play small. Like, Toronto goes small now. Right? Boston goes small. Milwaukee can go small. Miami can go small. Right? Like, you need to have those, like, you need to have that fluidity and that movement where I think... Al Horford is not Al Horford anymore, bro. Like they, it's redundant having him and OMB on the same floor. And then yeah, and, but the, here's the you think about the funny thing is Al Horford wants to play like a small guy, where Ben Simmons wants to play like a big guy. Yeah, right? it's just I think the Sixers need to trade one of those two pieces, whether it's Embiid or Simmons. I think you trade Ben Simmons because you get more back for him. Yeah, right. But, uh, but I I think this I think Doc Rivers are probably gonna make a lot of changes. Because Doc Rivers conventionally likes a team that's a bit more defensive oriented. And then, um, honest, like, 
I do think it's a plus for Tobias Harris though, because he's bad. Because Doc Rivers can coach him well when he's with the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna mention that, and I think Doc Rivers, he really hasn't had a center like Embiid before. Like, you know what I mean? Like Embiid, I love Embiid, but for some reason this dude just plays like a shooting guard, and he's just always at the three-point line shooting. And even Shaq says like, "Yo, dude, you're dominate. Just get the ball and just dominate the the paint." He's so Embiid is so big. Like you look at he's big, bro. And he can has those post moves where he can put the ball in the bucket. But like I said, he he can move. He can move his feet. He's lateral. He can has that lateral. But like I said, he just settles for jump shots or fadeaways, right? He does not get in the post, back down. You're gonna if they go small, yeah. Well, look what's happening in the finals right now. They're they're trying. Nobody can guard the big man in AD. Yeah, that's one thing that I wanted to mention too. I feel like for like the last couple of years, it's all been like the Warriors introduced the small ball lineup. The Lakers this year, like you know what, we're gonna go back to the conventional styles where we actually run a center, a power forward, a mm-hmm. small forward, and then uh, our shooting guard and point guard. Right. Yeah. I think like it's a copycat league though. Like everybody that follows something, even if you look at the Raptors last year too, when they won, they played big. They played. They played big. They, yeah. They had Gasol. They had Ibaka. Yeah. And the, or or Pascal, and then they had Kawhi, and they had Danny Green and Kyle Lowry, right? Yep. So you you see like you yes, yeah, small ball is very was revolutionary, right? But you also yep. know that you know you do need a you do need you do need a big man, right? Now if he can yeah. stretch the floor, that's even better, right? But you do need a big man. To even clog the lane or yeah. protector too, right? But to end it on a note, I think uh, Doc Rivers will change the culture in Philadelphia. I mean, Brett Brown be. did pretty well, but I felt like he was tailored more towards the players, and he, he didn't was, like. He was a good rebuilding coach, I feel. Yeah. Right. But, but you need a guy now. I think Doc Rivers, he's not like he's a good coach. I do think people think he's in the same level as like Greg Popovich, yeah, yeah. like a Rick Carlisle, or like like even one of those. But he's not really right. Doc Rivers yeah. is a very. He's a good coach, right? Yep. But I think. The biggest thing with him is he's got to get to one of those both those star players on his side. Hey, look, you guys are wasting your talent, right? Yeah. A lot, and I think for me, I I'm not the biggest Ben Simmons fan. I do believe he's uberly talented. Yeah. I do believe he's a very good player. Yeah, but like you said, this you can't have a guy on a max deal. Yeah, he's on a max deal, a super max deal. Yeah, who shoots two jump shots? Yeah. That's not gonna cut it, bro. That doesn't. Cut he's it. not gonna cut it. Yeah. He's not as as good as he is defensively. He's a good defensive player, great defensive player, right? As good as he is with his basketball IQ and vision, he can't shoot the ball. And like I said, you we beat up on like guys like Markel Fultz couldn't shoot, Lonzo Ball couldn't shoot. Ben Simmons can't shoot, bro. Yep. That's a problem. Yeah. And his fourth year, fifth year going into the league. Well, I think yeah, something like that. Yeah. And you don't have a jump shot where you don't even attempt it. Like, gotta be better. And it's and. People teams see that and they're like, you know what? He's not. We know he's not going to shoot. You could leave him wide open. He's still not going to shoot. Yeah. He's not confident in it. Yeah. So I mean, that's just. I we'll see that. Yeah. Now, let's see. The, you think the? I think the Clippers are going to sign Ty Lue because I think he's just going to be an ex- extension from that. Yeah. And I see Dan Tony going to New Orleans. Yeah. I honestly don't know how good Dan Tony will probably be in New Orleans because he I always mean, needs. He needs like a. I don't think he's ever oriented around a big in his life. It's usually you think you think, a, you think though with like a guy like Lonzo that he could really kind of like extend the. Like, well, you know, so let's just think about it. Uh, Dan Tony played with Steve Nash and the high flying offense. Steve Nash ran the offense, pushed the pace, lived to the Dan Tony system. Then he went over to the New York Knicks, Knicks. and then he had Carmelo. Carmelo probably thrived in that system because it's a scoring system. 
And then he went to the Lakers for a bit, and the Lakers wasn't like really Kobe is Kobe. Kobe at that point was Kobe. He wasn't gonna change for anybody. Yeah. But then then he did for James Harden though. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like, if you're a guy that's he likes more of the perimeter people dominating the ball. You got Brandon Ingram there too. Brandon Ingram, yeah, Brandon Ingram, yeah. Maybe Brandon Ingram turns into like James Harden point two. Even though I feel like his game is more like KD ish, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I guess so. But I feel like Zion is like. If you're not running the offense to Zion, it's like, why do we draft him number one? Exactly. And I think with the thing with Zion, though, man, he's got to cut his weight down, bro. He's going like, to, yeah. like, he needs, like, it's going to be, he's got to stay healthy like that, right? Yeah. But I, it'll be interesting to see who, what goes on with the Pelicans and the rest of the NBA. Yeah. Now, let's go to football because I know we're both football guys here as well. Yeah. So, first of all, Titans Steelers game got canceled or postponed to later on in the season because the Titans have 16 guys that tested positive for COVID. Today we also find out that Cam Newton is out because he got tested positive for COVID. He's <laughs> gonna be now the Patriots Chiefs game, which is a, a when the season started, my like, oh, blowout win for the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Now it's gonna be was I was looking forward to it. Like, it was gonna be a good game because yeah. the Patriots are playing with Cam Newton. Cam Newton's playing well, right? The Chiefs are looking, you know, they're looking decent right now too. Looking I know like the Chiefs, yeah. They just came off a big win where they beat up the Ravens. Yeah. Right? So I mean. It, we'll see what it's like without Cam Newton, but what are your thoughts on, do you think the, the season will continue? Do you think the season is going to take a break? I've honestly, like the NFL has so much money. They, they're the only sports organization that has, like, I would say dumb money, right? Because they stupid just make money, so much stupid money. money in the NFL. The amount of it, money they make is stupid. They legitimately could have, like, the bubble, the NHL bubble, all the bubbles that the major sports had, right? They could have legit built one on their own, for all these teams if they wanted to I mean, the the bubble, yeah. nfc or even division wise just have yeah. people but but the problem is like just too many players on the nfl roster compared to the to NBA track, but you look at like nhl has like what's 17 18 guys yeah basketball 15 guys right plus coaches, NFL's like, maybe, yeah. maybe 30 people on tops right you look at yeah. the nfl 53 man rosters plus a coaching staff of like 30 people that's then trainers, it's like over 100 people per team. Right? Yeah, times that by 32. That's like 3,200, yeah. maybe even 4,000 people once you get media and all that involved, right? That's like a that's a city, bro. <laughs> right? And and, like, and they're the only the only sports organization that is still allowing fans. Like there's is. fans in some like of the Dallas games, had like, fans. Yeah, uh, Kansas City had fans, right? So I mean, so I felt like they half asked this. Like, yeah, yeah, we're 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 doing protocol. Like, yeah, we'll we're testing, but yeah. we also want fans to be there, and we have people playing football and like right close to each other. And it's just like, what did you expect? I honestly expected this to happen. Bro, I, I, you know, I'm you're right with. That. I expected it to happen as well. Now, I didn't think that the, the team of the times would get 16 cases, right? I didn't think that was gonna <laughs> yeah. happen, right? Yeah. Like, I thought, okay, if one guy gets it, okay, that's fine. One one yeah. guy gets it. He goes on that COVID list. He does his quarantine. The team, because I think the first week there was like there was no positive tests, right? Yeah. Then the week before there was a couple, and now it's kind of spiked even more right now, yeah. right? So for me, do I think the season will go on? Yes, I do think the NFL, the guys that run the league, you know, they make a lot of money for a reason. They must be doing something right. They're smart people, right? Yeah, they'll figure a way out to get it fixed. But for the bubble wise, like even. I, I get it. Players hate the bubble. Players don't want to be in a bubble. It's evident that the NHL and NBA are not going to have bubbles anymore. Yeah. Right? But even like having a different division, like have like, like for example, NFC South, 
division where it's somewhere like in Florida where New Orleans plays, Carolina plays, Tampa, and yeah. whoever the other team is. Yeah, yeah. Tampa, some Atlanta, yeah. right? They, they play in a bubble, right? Or vice versa. Then you go to another, then you play your playoff games, right? Or you do the, do this and that. Now, I do think that this might just be a hit because that one, like I said, the Titans, they kind of blew out of proportion where, you know, they're all on the same team. It blew out now. Yeah. What well, the key is for this is if anybody else in the Patriots gets it, because if the Bulls up on the Patriots, then they're gonna be in a big problem because then yeah. you're gonna have two teams. Because then, like right now, I get it. Like the Steelers and the Titans, they can just move, give them their bye week now, and then play it on their bye week later, right? Where, but you can't do that for every team, right? Like it's just yeah. it a schedule nightmare. Now, I do think that if they get this under control, then the season will go on without a hitch. Nothing will be fine, right? People forget about it. If it gets bad though, and this happens, there's gonna be some like, explaining to do by the NFL. I the thing is like um, the NFL. I feel like is more power, powerful than the government. Like the Shield. Like it's the these shield, guys, they, they had they have so much power. Like these attorneys and everything. Like you, it's really hard to take down the NFL. Like the thing was like before uh, COVID happened, and then during COVID, it was like. Uh, which organization do you think sports organizations do you think would still have fans and still really be like we're gonna play continue with their uh, scheduled program a lot of people said the nfl because they have so much money and like i said they kind of like half-assed it where it's like yeah we're gonna have fans we're gonna do the precautions i think the fans was about the the owners complaining because the owners want money the owners want money bro The, the owners the owners could care less about the players catching COVID, bro. The owners don't want to lose money. They know they're going to lose money now, but they didn't want, they want to lessen how much money they lose. Right? Yeah. But I honestly feel like the NFL, regardless of what happens, even if there's COVID cases, they will still continue to play. It's yeah. just, it's a business. It's a business, bro. <laughs> they, 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 they want- they're printing money regardless, whether you're yeah. or not. Now, if players, like star players are coming, no, hold up, we're not going to play anymore because yeah. we're, we're then I think you'll see something happen. But yeah. even then, the owners could... The NFL so cut through like that. Would be, oh, fine. You don't want to play? Fine. You're cut. Like, that's, that's, the th- that's the thing about the NFL is... Um, it's not guaranteed contracts, right? It's not, not guaranteed, guaranteed contracts. And regardless, even if you're like a big-time like athlete, like for example, in the NBA, if LeBron James says he's not playing in the bubble, there's no point of the bubble. All right. The bubble's gone, right? The bubble's but gone, I think. But the NFL, even if like star players are saying like, yo, we're not playing... It's just such a team sport where people will still be like, I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan, regardless if Patrick Mahomes is there or not. Yeah. It's amazing that we have him. He's a great talent, but I'm still going to go root for the Kansas City it's Chiefs. Like you said, it's the shield that is bigger than everybody else. No yes. one. Yeah. Not Tom Brady, not Russell nope. Wilson, not Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Anybody. Nobody's bigger than the so shield. Nobody's bigger than the NFL. <laughs> Nobody's bigger than the NFL. Nobody will ever be bigger. Like yeah. you see it, like Michael Jordan, bigger than the NBA. The NBA. LeBron yeah. James, bigger than the NBA. Not in the NFL, bro. Nobody's as big as the NFL. Nope. But now, let's go to the football. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, your Dallas Cowboys are playing the Cleveland Browns. And that game's really interesting to me because Cowboys are 1-2. and two, Browns are 2-1, and one, right? That yeah. does not happen, right? Browns are normally a losing team. I think this is going to be a really big shootout game, bro. I think now, Cleveland has been more of a running team with Kareem Hunt and um, Nick Chubb. Where Dallas coming up last week, Zeke did not look good last week. Too Zeke looked really, really bad last week, right? Can the Cowboys bounce back against the Browns? Before we get to that game, I just wanted to mention uh, great game in Seattle, though. Eh? That was a great game. Yeah, um, really good game. 
Before I feel like the Dallas Cowboys, like I've so I I I've been a long time fan of the Dallas Cowboys, so I'm accustomed to these things where we have supreme talent, where we're supremely talented, <laughs> and then I'm watching that game and I'm like, oh okay, we Russell Wilson's coming in hot, this and that. We played pretty decent, like it, obviously it could have played better, but yeah, we we get a safety in like the first quarter and i'm like zeke falls it's not even like he was tripped he just falls into i'm like i ran to the offensive lineman just fucking fell dallas cowboys beat themselves before they let a team beat them ever it's just they're just i just don't the get cowboy it. has a steep the, cow- the cowboys, cowboys be the cowboys it's the oh, accident waiting to, happen. waiting to happen i never believed in that and then like every <laughs> single time i see it happen i'm like yo this 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 is actually true it's true bro it's true and like i'm gonna be honest with you like being a seahawks fan right yeah I was not worried about the Cowboys. Even when they were winning, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. The way Russell Wilson's playing, bro, like, they'll come back. I know I didn't think they're going to score a touchdown, right? I didn't know. I thought they could get a field goal, but yeah. I was like, you know, they'll be fine, right? Now, they should have not been in that position if DK Metcalf was an idiot and didn't fucking yeah. hot dog it. He had a, he had a Deshaun then, Jackson moment. Yeah, exactly. And then Ironically, was, happened with, with the Cowboys, too. Yeah, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson yes. happened against the Cowboys. Now, <laughs> the Cowboys got revenge. Two yeah. battles against DK Metcalf this time, yeah. but yeah, I think the Cowboys, bro, like the Cowboys, they have all that offensive talent, right? But the defense is bad, man. The defense, the defense is, is like I, I honestly thought we would have probably had one of the best defenses going into the season, just because we had so many. Like our front seven is actually really good. Yeah, Everson Griffin, Marcus Lawrence, Marcus Lawrence. Ever since he's got paid, like I saw a stat, he's only had like five sacks in like twenty-five games, yeah, and I'm like, man. what happened yeah. to what? Well, come on, man. And we got we got uh, Jalen Smith. I love Jalen Smith. And then we have Vander Ash, but he's injured. And our corners are like here and there. And I'm like, Corner, the Cowboys secondary is weak, dude. And yeah. I think I think the Cowboys need to sign Earl Thomas, bro. Like as much as baggage as he has, bro. Yeah. You need you need somebody in the same. Yeah. yeah. That entire game, Russell Wilson like at least should have had like four or five touchdowns of like eighty plus yards. I felt. Hucking the ball down the seat, like dude, there was like the coverage, like Lockett was Tyler Lockett was open every every play, yeah, every play he was wide open, right? And yeah, dude, Cowboys best defensive player this year has been a guy that hasn't played football for four to five years. That's that's Alden Smith. Smith. Alden Smith was out of the year for five years. He's, I don't know. If I'm Alden Smith, I'm like, bro, guys, I haven't played football for four four to five years. I was in rehab. I came back. I mean, I'm the best defensive player on this team. What's wrong with you guys? Like, yeah, seriously. Like, like, and I feel like, I think, is this game, this game's in Dallas, right? Yeah, it's in Dallas. Yeah, so the game's in Dallas. Now, there's no fans going out. But I do think if, I mean, if Cleveland, because Cleveland's got some guys on the defensive side too, man. They got Miles Garrett. If Miles Garrett gets after Dak. Um, they got Denzel Ward in the secondary, right? They offensive have players, line isn't the same. It's not yeah, the best offensive line exactly. in the league. No I more. think if the I have a feeling, bro, if the Browns get going early, well, I mean Dallas has been down every game early anyway, and then that's why yeah. that's why Dak's stats get inflated so much because he has yeah. to throw the ball to get them back in the game. Yeah, right? but I feel like Dallas needs to get off to a good start. They cannot be going down by double digits. Yeah. early in a game, right? As a Dallas Cowboys fan, I love Zeke. I felt like Zeke's best season was his first season where he was in shape and he could actually take it to the house. I remember one Zeke, play where they Zeke ran. He looks a- fat, bro. He looks yeah. fat, really fat. I remember the one play where he when the, I think they went thirteen and three that year. They did, lost yeah, twice yeah. to the Giants. That was kind of funny though. But um, yeah. I remember one play where they ran a screenplay to Zeke and uh, Seattle. I mean, not Seattle, the Steelers, and he just took it to the house. Zeke doesn't have that speed anymore. He's just more like chunky. He's just he's like, big. Yeah, he's, like big. Dude, he's been you know his whole feed me more thing. Yeah. 
saying he's been feeding too much, bro. Like, yeah, you gotta go reverse psychology on yeah, it. Go the like, other way. Like, slow down, right? <laughs> yeah, I need I you to be like, fast. Yeah, like he, like Zeke, he's so talented, bro. Like, yeah. Like he, him, Saquon, Christian McCaffrey, right? Probably top three backs, yeah. right? Bro, he he need they need to give him the ball. Keep keep sticking. With him. He's the engine, right? Yeah. He yes, you have Amari Cooper, you have CD, you have Michael Gallup, right? But Zeke's the engine, bro, and they need to start feeding the ball more in the beginning of the game. Where and they I, start throwing the ball, and then honestly, I honestly feel Mike McCarthy just loves to throw the ball, and I think we're seeing the transition. I feel like this year we're gonna see the transition where Zeke will probably still get decent numbers, but we'll see Dak's numbers Dak, go Dak's up. the engine of the offense, yeah. not Zeke anymore. Because we got like three receivers that could be number ones on any other team. You have three thousand yard receivers on your team. Yeah, and we still don't win games. It doesn't make sense to me. It but. doesn't fathom, right? But okay, like, yeah. Going into what? the Cleveland game, Cleveland. I mean, they're they're star studded too. If you think about it, that yeah, Kareem are, Hunt man. as just a backup, bro. He's a third down back. Kareem Hunt's a third down. Are back. you kidding me? Kareem Hunt as your third down back. Yeah. And then you got Odell and you got Jarvis Landry and you got a couple other nice receivers. Austin Hooper, you still have David Njoku, right? You have those pieces, bro. And we couldn't stop uh, Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and the Seattle core. How are we going to go stop that? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, the only other thing is though, Baker Mayfield is not Russell Wilson, though. But Yeah, I mean, that's true. So, I mean, I think, I think this is the thing with the Browns. Though. The Browns will run the ball. They're going to run yeah. the ball on the Cowboys. That's how and if they it. run it successfully, then they have it opens up the play opens action, the which you got Odell and Jarvis Landry. Opens up the whole play yeah. So I think for me, this is I don't think it's a very big game for the Cowboys because if they lose, they're still probably gonna win the division, right? Because yeah, the, the division, division is garbage. At right? one time the division was so called the best division in the league, but this like it, you see the trend where it's like the well, NFC. I think it's Philly looks the garbage. NFC at least. And Philly's garbage, and we know the fucking Washington football team and the, the Washington Giants. football team. Yeah, the Washington football team is just it's garbage, bro. Like yeah. I think for the Browns, the Browns need to win this, win as many games as possible because if they want to make the playoffs, bro. Steelers look good. Ravens look good. Yeah. The Bengals are no pushover, bro. Right. Joe Burrow, Burrow, yeah. man, that guy's so, talented. I mean, for me, like watching a Seahawks game, I, for me, I don't care if the Seahawks lose this game. I'd rather see. I Who are they playing this week again? Miami. Miami. So, They're gonna win that. Jamal tough. Adams is injured, right? He's not yeah. playing this week, so I, I don't play him. Let him rest. You need him for later on in the season, right? Same with Chris Carson. Chris Carson might play. Don't I don't want Chris Carson to play. Car, you guys hide, man. Hyde's been beasting. Yeah, but I'd rather have. I need Chris Carson to stay healthy this year. Yeah. Right. I think Seattle wins this game because they're just they're a better team, right? But I don't think just take it easy though, right? And then I think there's other games this weekend is it was Philly and San Fran this week. That's is a it? Sunday night. Yeah, um, that's a that's a week Sunday night. That's a, it was I guess it would have been better if both teams were full strength, right? Yeah. I like I said it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with then with the COVID cases and everything like that, but we will Wait and see. Yes, sir. Is that it? Yeah, I guess that's it. All right, Until guys. Next week. We'll uh, be, uh, like I said, follow more than sports podcast. Follow me on Process Sports. You guys take care and stay safe, and we will talk to you guys soon.